Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Thunderbird Eye, your weekly update on UBC Varsity Athletics, right here on CITR 101.9 FM. I'm Jason Wang, and I'll be joined a little bit later on by our volleyball analyst, Lenny Tabakman. So first, we'll begin with Thunderbirds football. This past week, uh, last Saturday, it was the Hardy Cup semifinal at Thunderbird Stadium, the rematch of the Bisons and the Thunderbirds. And UBC on their home field prevailed uh, to a massive victory, 52-10, to 10, their first playoff win on home field in over a decade. Uh, Thunderbirds ran away with this game, scoring the first 39 points unanswered before the Bisons finally scored in the fourth quarter. Uh, basically, from the first quarter on, the Thunderbirds uh, firing on all cylinders on their offense uh, with first two rushing touchdowns in their first uh, few minutes of the game, Trevor Printo opened the scoring with an eight-yard run into Pater before Brandon Deschamps ran in a 38-yard extremely long scoring rush to put the Thunderbirds ahead, and that they never looked back from there. The Thunderbirds quarterback, Michael O'Connor, really took control of this game. Despite playing the wet weather last Saturday, completed 19 passes, on 34 throws for a total of 231 yards, connecting for three touchdowns and badly outbattled his counterpart quarterback, Theo Dezer of the Bisons, who badly struggled in the wet weather conditions at Thunderbird Stadium. He completed 15 throws on 34 attempts, uh, made one passing touchdown late in the fourth quarter, but he was intercepted by the UBC secondary four times uh, the Thunderbirds' rushing game, meanwhile, uh, powered by Brandon Deschamps primarily. He collected 124 yards on the ground on 14 carries, scoring the uh, one massively long rushing play on a 38-yard carry. And a brilliant uh, story for the T-Birds this season that he was able to bounce back from early season injuries that he suffered from week one and finally finding the peak of his game when his team needs it the most now in the playoff drive. So now the Thunderbirds look ahead to the Hardy Cup showdown against the conference uh, leaders at the end of Week 8, the Calgary Dinos, who played a rather close game against the Saskatchewan Huskies. as the closest game the Dinos had to fend off all season long, winning by a margin of less than 10 points. That was a final score 37 to 29 at McMahon Stadium last week. So Thunderbirds will battle the Dinos in the rematch of their Week 1 matchup, the Dinos still undefeated this season as the conference leader. And what a chance for the Thunderbirds to uh, mount the unlikeliest of upsets as a berth to the uh, national championship semifinal awaits the winner of the Hardy Cup coming up on Saturday. And that will be a 12 noon kickoff local time in Calgary for the 79th annual Hardy Cup, the Canada West Championship for football. So now we turn our attention from the gridiron back to the hardwood and bring in our volleyball analyst Lenny Tabakman. Lenny, this past week in Thunderbirds volleyball, the T-Birds battled the Calgary Dinos at War Memorial Gym and a thrilling result for the men's side, but on the women's side, the T-Birds struggled mightily against the Dinos. Uh, The Thunderbirds volleyball teams had a good weekend taking on the Calgary Dinos as both the men's and women's team came away with the sweep. On the women's side, the Thunderbirds won both matches 3-1. On Friday afternoon, they played in front of a crowd of over 1,000 spectators, mostly elementary and high school students from around Vancouver. 
UBC won the first and second sets, 25-23 and 25-16. And then the Dinos came back to win the third, 25-19. But UBC prevailed in the fourth set, 25-22. Offensively, Danielle Brisebois and Laura McTaggart led the way for the Birds with 19 and 16 kills respectively. And for the Dinos, Beth Vanell had 17 kills. The crucial point of the match came in the fourth set when UBC was down 16-12. They went on to win seven points in a row, which gave them confidence and momentum to win the set and the match. And the match was also head coach Doug Reimer's 300th conference victory in the Canada West. On Saturday, the Thunderbirds continued right where they left off, winning the first set uh, 27-25, dropping a tight second set 28-26, and coming back to win the third and fourth sets 25-23 and 25-22. Once again, Daniel Brisebois and Laura McTaggart provided the offensive force for the T-Birds. McTaggart finished with 13 kills and 12 kills for Daniel Brisebois. The second set was marked by service errors. After UBC found themselves down 24-20, they saved four set points in a row, but in extra points missed their serve, which was extremely frustrating, and that gave Calgary the advantage and they went on to win the set. The fourth set was a crowd pleaser. The Dinos had a 22-17 lead and looked to be in complete control of the set, but much to the excitement of the fans and the players, the Thunderbirds strung together eight straight points in an incredible comeback featuring long and thrilling rallies. With the successful weekend, the Thunderbirds moved to 6-0 on the season, which puts them in a tie for first in the conference with Trinity West and Alberta. On the men's side, UBC earned a surprising sweep over the Dinos, considering Calgary came in ranked third in the conference and UBC started ranked sixth. On Friday, Calgary won the first set 25-20, but came back to win the next three sets 25-23, 25-19, and 25-18. Mac McNichol led the way offensively for the Thunderbirds for, with 17 kills, he's actually from Calgary, and Alex Russell chipped in with 11 kills and 4 blocks. Byron Katarakis, making only his fourth career start at setter for the Thunderbirds, earned 42 assists and 3 aces. And for the Dinos, Curtis Stockton contributed 19 kills. In the first set, after a 9-1 run midway through the set, the Dinos took control and never looked back. But in the next three sets, UBC played solid volleyball, keeping up with the Dinos, and mounting runs of four and five points to build comfortable leads throughout those sets. On Saturday, the Thunderbirds just simply dominated the Dinos, winning 25-14, 25-21, and 25-14 again. UBC jumped out to a 7-1 lead in the first set and widened their lead as the set wore on. It just didn't look like the Dinos were ready to play. However, the second set was a different story. The Dinos found their legs and started the set up 5-1, but the Thunderbirds fought hard to tie it at 21-all, and won the next four points in a row to take the set. The third set was similar to the first, with UBC thwarting any attempts at a Calgary comeback. The Thunderbirds were pleased with their weekend performance, and I had a chance to talk to assistant coach Matt Liberde after the match to get his thoughts on Jared Ireland playing libero after Ian Perry, UBC's longtime libero, graduated last year. Jared's brought just a little bit more experience, and he's a pretty calm player when he's out there, so he really controls the back row and doesn't get too high or too low, which we really like. Uh, he brings a good energy and just kind of keeps the back row in line all the time, so he's really become a little bit more of a leader this year, Jared, and, uh, and now that he's kind of uh, got a role as a libero, I think he's kind of taking it and running with it, and he's, uh, he's enjoying himself out there in the challenge of a new position, and uh, I think he's doing a really, really good job for us. We knew where they were going to be. And I also talk to Matt Liberde about Bayan Ketarakis, who replaced Milan Nikic as the setter in his second year, and it was probably the setter for UBC in the future. Yeah, we definitely miss some of Milan's like, leadership and experience out there, but I uh, can't take anything away from Bayern. He's come in and done a really good job leading this team 
uh, through his serving, played some great defense today with some highlight digs, and he's putting the ball in a good spot, putting our putting our hitters in good situations. So he's really done a standout. And finally, I got a chance to ask Matt what his thoughts were on the team overall at this point in the season and how how they can improve. So I think we just wanted to really focus on our side and focus on our kind of compete level and execution, doing the things that we practiced all week. So we were really knew they were a good team and they were going to bring it, and we were really just focused on our side. I think it was really great to see our defensive game really pick up. Uh, we had a ton of blocks and a ton of digs, and we always put a major emphasis on the blocking and the defense, so it was good to see us get back to that. We had a lot of blocks and a lot of digs today. So, uh, yeah, Lenny, up next, the Thunderbirds volleyball teams go back on the road for two weeks in a row, and what's that road trip looking like for them? Uh, the Thunderbirds are going to travel to Winnipeg to take on the Westmen, and that'll be a very important game for them as the Westmen sit just above them in the standings. All right, that's our update on uh, Thunderbirds varsity football and volleyball here on Thunderbird Eye. Coming up next after a quick break, we'll bring you up to date on CIS Championship Soccer for both women's and men's in competition this week. Stay tuned here on CITR 101.9 FM. On November 15th, get some exercise with Perks. This year's Fall Classic Run features great race benefits, including a complimentary beer, $20 gift card on New Balance products, free food, music, medals, and much more. New this year, we also have low student pricing. Run the 5K for just $15, the 10K for $25, or the half marathon for only $35. Registration is filling up fast, so hurry. Visit fallclassicrun.ca for more information and to register. Are you hosting an event on campus? We are UBC's Emergency Medical Aid Team, a UBC peer program, and we provide free first aid coverage for events organized through UBC clubs and organizations. We cover events such as Storm the Wall, Day of the Longboat, and Residence Life events. We also offer tailored workshops about a variety of first aid and safety topics to the UBC community. If you would like to request coverage for any of your events, find us at students.ubc.ca. If you would like to request workshops, please email us at emat.coordinator at ubc.ca to get in contact with our team.
All right, back here at CITR Studio A as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics. Right now, we turn our attention to soccer, who are in uh, CIS Championship Week, both on the women's and men's side. And the T-Birds this past week, both men's and women's teams won the conference championship tournament to qualify internationals. Well, first, we bring in our uh, CITR sports correspondent, uh, Ola Meet Ola Nayan. And Ola, first on the women's team, uh, this team, of course, had the CIS host berth already clinched as the tournament host starting this week, but uh, they did it in style, winning first the Canada West Conference Championship last weekend. Yeah, the women's team has done a great job this season. Uh, they have uh, they had a conference record of uh, 11-1-2, so they lost only one game, and uh, that's probably one of the highest for any team this season. Uh, new head coach Marisa Kovacs has definitely put their team through a uh, complete overhaul from like last season. Um, uh, the entire Canada West, even though they're uh, hosting the Nationals, they won every single game. Um, the regional playoffs, they beat Thompson Rivers University 6 1 uh, in a game that saw uh, goals from uh, Taylor Shannick and Janice Speed. And um, they played against Calgary, the Calgary Dinos, on uh, Saturday, November 7th at uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, um, uh, for the 1-0 one, one goal. Uh, yeah, and uh, that game was uh, very interesting. Uh, Jasmine Danda scored a goal at, uh, in the first half to secure a 1-0 victory and uh, move them to the Canada West uh, finals where they played against Trinity Western uh, at Saskatoon as well. Um, UBC shuts out Trinity Western for another 1-0 victory. Um, and yeah, the, uh, Shayla Choney scored the championship goal uh, in the sixth minute, and uh, the T-Birds held it off until the end of the game. So uh, they've secured the Canada West uh, uh, championships now, and they'll probably head off into the CIS Women's Soccer Championship, uh, where they'll face uh, the Calgary Dinos at the Thunderbird Stadium. So... Uh, Hopefully, we see some good action on uh, Thursday, November 12th, which is... Yeah, today. later tonight, the yeah. uh, kickoff, they'll play in the uh, fourth of four quarterfinal matches going on all day at Thunderbird Stadium. And, of course, today's weather, uh, not particularly conducive to high-skill soccer. It's badly raining. It has been for just about the entire afternoon, so... We'll see if the uh, AstroTurf, uh, newly installed at David Sidhu uh, Field, can hold up a little while longer through the rest of the tournament. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the men's team is also doing amazingly well. They uh, won their, uh, their sixth, their, their 2015 Canada West Championship. Uh, that, that's like a huge, a huge uh achievement for them i mean they've been winning it for the past few years and uh hopefully they can uh keep that run going um in the canada west in the canada west championship so far uh they uh they won the canada west championship in the final uh, against victoria where they won 2-1 uh in the quarterfinal they faced off uh, the saskatchewan huskies uh and shut them out with a, a 2-0 victory um in that game the the stats were that Milad Merabi uh, scored in the 37th uh, minute, and then he scored again in the 81st minute. Uh, and that, that was a game that me and you also both watched. That was r right after the women's game at uh, Thunderbird Stadium. 
the UBC completely outshot uh, the Saskatoon Huskies with 20, 20 shots on goal and uh, six on target as compared to uh, Saskatoon's nine on goal and four on target. Uh, and even on the corner kicks and offsides, um, the UBC Thunderbirds completely uh, outdid the Saskatoon Huskies, uh, scoring nine, uh, nine, uh, having th nine corner kicks as a, as opposed to Saskatchewan's three corner kicks, and they had three offsides as compared to uh, Saskatchewan's one offside. Uh, and then the next game after that was against uh, the University of Fraser Valley Cascades, in which they uh, beat them 3-0. Uh, the Cascades were the uh, second team on the uh, Canada West Division uh, leaders. Uh, and then the goals came uh, 46 minutes from Adriano Clement uh, in the 46th minute and uh, Sean Anderson 59th minute uh, right after the first half and uh, in the 68th minute Milad Marabi scored uh, assisted by Justin Wallace. Uh, this game was riddled with more fouls uh, than any of the other games I'd ever seen. Uh, 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 and UBC and UFE had pretty much equal amounts of yellow cards handed out to them. UBC had 11 shots on goal and 9 on target. Uh, and uh, UFE had 9 shots on goal and 3 on target. And then on the, for the final game, the University of uh, British Columbia uh, team played off against the, the Vikes. The Vikes scored first, and uh, it seemed like the Vikes could take the game as they were, they were, close, to on, they were close on the Thunderbirds' tail in the uh, Canada West regular season. Uh, a goal from Cam Hyundai, assisted by Craig Gorman in the 16th minute, seemed to uh, put the game in uh, the Vikes' the bike's hands, but uh, the T-Birds in the 48th minute and after a bunch of shots uh, attempted, uh, Milad Murabi's goal went in, assisted by Gagan Dessange, and in the 95th minute, Chris Serbin scored as well, uh, leading to a 2-1 victory that uh, clinched the, the Canada West final for them uh, and their championship. Uh, the, the team had 21 21 shots on goal, total shots on goal, uh, as opposed to uh, Victoria 7. Uh, and they had 9 on target as opposed to uh, Victoria's 4. And yeah, the men will be facing off against uh, the Varsity Blues from Toronto. Uh, I think right we now. just have the final uh, full time update. The Thunderbirds uh, scoring three unanswered goals to win their quarterfinal match over the Varsity Blues 3 0. Nice. Uh, the goal scorers were uh, Harry Lachan on a penalty to open the scoring, and followed by Justin Wallace, and finished off by Gagan Dassange to make it 3 0, and another clean sheet for the T Birds that will propel them into the semifinal tomorrow and they'll await the winner between the uh, last quarterfinal of the day between the host team York University Lions and the Cape Breton Capers. Earlier in the first two quarterfinals, uh, a 1-1 draw that resulted in a penalty kick result between University of QAM and McMaster, and the second quarterfinal was a uh, UNB Varsity Reds 3-2 victory over the Victoria Vikes. So a uh, very interesting semifinal shaping up there as the Thunderbirds look ahead to the uh, next round tomorrow at uh, York University in the men's national tournament.
Yeah, and it looks like a real possibility that the men can actually take the CAS again, um, and uh, as women's as well as they are hosting this year uh, and they're facing off against Calgary. Uh, so it would be quite interesting to see if like both of them will both win the the CIS Nationals this year. So that's our update on UBC Varsity Soccer. Stay tuned for one more break. On the other side, we'll finish up our uh, episode today with updates on UBC Varsity Basketball and field hockey, also at the CIS Nationals this past week, here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. When was the last time you had fun? Are you getting fat? Do you have any friends? Well, you can solve all of your problems with a little rec or a big rec. UBC Rec is the best way to get involved on campus and have new experiences. Continue your fun, active, and social lifestyle by joining a team or signing up for an event. More details at recreation.ubc.ca. Right back here at CITR Studio A as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics. Now we turn our attention to basketball, the Teepers this past week, and their home opening series of week one to start conference play battled the Alberta Golden Bears. And this matchup with highly ranked women's teams uh, uh, came down to a 2 nothing sweep. Uh, both games won by the University of Alberta 72-67 last Friday, followed up by a... Uh, result of 69-54 on Saturday. The T-Birds uh, uh, outmatched uh, defensively and really str- struggled to find uh, different ways to score. Uh, their leading score, uh, first of all, on the Friday uh, was from their uh, trustee forward, Kara Spotten, who scored the game-high 17 points on 6 of 15 shooting from the field. And... Following that up, the Saturday result, a much lower scoring uh, game for UBC. Uh, they really struggled to find scoring from different areas. Uh, they were led again by Kara Spotten, who had the team high of 13 points on uh, just three of nine shooting from the field. 
So the T-Birds now look ahead to week two, and they'll be back on their home court again as they host the Trinity Western Spartans tomorrow and Saturday in the second week of conference play. And Ola, over to you on the update on the men's side. Yeah, the men's team, they uh, fared a little bit better than the women's team. They split the weekend with uh, the Golden Bears this weekend. Uh, Jordan Jensen-White, number six for the Thunderbirds basketball team, he scored uh, in their first game. He scored 21 points altogether, uh, followed by Connor Morgan, uh, who was a very, very uh, present on the field, on the, on the court last year uh, with 14 points. And... Um, yeah, they uh, they tried their best, but uh, they lost their first game after a very very tight uh, game with uh, both teams. Um, Alberta was uh, down by 20 points in the start of the game and seemed to be UBC game, but Alberta caught up in the first quarter uh, and tied them at 20. And uh, the game went from there. The Alberta Golden Bears uh, surged ahead and. Uh, maintain that lead for most of the game until the uh, the last quarter. So, uh, yeah, and like even though we thought they might, uh, the T Birds might come back, uh, uh, three pointer missed was all that it took to uh, secure the the win for Alberta Golden Bears. And then the next day, the uh, T Birds came back with a uh, more strength, more fury. Uh, Jordan Jensen White was also a leader, but uh, he didn't score the most. Uh, David Wagner. Uh, scored the most in this game, and uh, he was uh, uh, followed by Connor Morgan as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, the T-Birds uh, stayed the same with uh, the Alberta Golden Bears for most of the game, um, but then in the second quarter just shot past them, scoring 23 points in the second quarter uh, as opposed to Alberta's sec- uh, nine points uh, during the second quarter. And uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, UBC also scored uh, more than they did as well, so it was a it was a nice uh, rebounding for the Thunderbirds on Saturday, and they will be uh, also facing off against the Trinity Western Spartans at the War Memorial Gym on Friday, November thirteenth and November fourteenth. And it's the Saturday matchups. We'll bring you live uh, coverage of uh, starting the women's matchup uh, tip off at six o'clock from War Memorial Gym, followed by the men's at eight o'clock. And now we. Finally, we'll conclude with the update from women's field hockey, the CIS National Championship Tournament this past week, hosted by the, by the Victoria Vikes and the T-Birds battled the Vikes in the championship gold medal match. The T-Birds coming away with a 3-2 victory over the Vikes to win their fifth straight McRae Cup championship. And this 3-2 victory came down to the wire and needed a, a, basically a shootout, a hockey equivalent except on field hockey turf. Uh, UBC won the uh, shootout round 3-1 to one after uh, being trailing the Vikes two goals to one in the second half. They scored the equalizing 2-2 goal with no time remaining on a penalty corner play. Uh, the extra time uh, was uh, not played, so the straight to tie break on the penalty shootout, and the T-Birds capitalized on three of their first uh, four rounds while their goalkeeper uh, really stood on their head, stood on her head, and kept uh, the Vikes at bay, stopping the uh, first uh, two of Vikes' three shots as the UBC T-Birds win their fifth straight uh, championship title in women's field hockey. 
And that does it for this week's updates on UBC Thunderbirds uh, in varsity play. Tomorrow we'll bring you live coverage of women's ice hockey action as the Thunderbirds battle the University of Saskatchewan Huskies. 7 o'clock face-off from Thunderbird Arena and followed with our Saturday presentation of basketball, UBC battling the Trinity Western University. Uh, first on the women's front, tip-off at 6 o'clock and followed by the men's at 8. So for this week here on Thunderbird Eye, our thanks to our volleyball analyst, Lenita Backman, as well as Olamid Olanayan. I'm Jason Wang. Uh, tune in to us again next time here on CITR 101.9 FM.